This is Wednesday, the 1st of February, and welcome once again to Two Minutes. On Monday, our reading came from the book of 1 Kings, chapter 18, verses 20 through 40. In it, we read where King Ahab had summoned all the people of Israel and the prophets to Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel was the site where the Canaanites built sanctuaries to pagan weather or nature deities. Thus, Carmel was an appropriate site for a contest between Elijah, the prophet of God, and the prophets of Baal, the idolatrous Canaanite priest. No figure in the Old Testament is more vividly portrayed or has as much fascination as that of Elijah. Scripture is silent about his past history. Then suddenly and with unexpected abruptness, he burst upon the scene to rebuke the godless Baal-worshipping King Ahab and his wife Jezebel. Upon that hill of Mount Carmel and along the plain, there were three kinds of persons. First, the devoted servant of the Lord God, Elijah. Second, the servants of Baal. And third, the vast majority of this third group belonged to those who were wavering between two opinions the uncommitted. In this third group, Elijah challenged by saying, how much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. Joshua, in the book bearing his name, in chapters twenty, in chapter 24, verses 14 and 15, challenged the people to serve the true God and reject the gods of their ancestors, uh, the gods their ancestors foolishly served beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. It says, So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Elijah said there would be a contest that would prove who the true God was. The prophets of Baal would present a sacrifice to their God, and Elijah would present a sacrifice to the Lord God. The prophets of Baal would call on their God, and Elijah would call on the Lord God. Whoever answered by fire would be the true God. Elijah was greatly outnumbered by the prophets of Baal. It would appear that the odds were against him, that he was the underdog. But as many of us know, with God, you are never outnumbered or the underdog. We know from scripture that God is more for us than the whole world against us, and that Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The prophets of Baal prepared their sacrifice and called on the name of Baal from the morning until the time of the evening sacrifice. 
They shouted, danced, and even cut themselves with knives and swords, following their normal custom. There was no sound, no reply, and no response from their God. What is significant about the sign of the true God answering by fire is that Baal was the chief male deity of the Canaanites and Phoenicians, the fertility and nature God. It stood to reason that if Baal was a true God, bringing down fire from heaven would be no problem. The point is this. All false gods and belief systems fail when put to the test against God Almighty, the one true God. Elijah prepared his sacrifice on the altar and called on the name of the Lord God. Elijah didn't have to shout out loud, dance or cut himself, or have to wait for hours for the Lord God to respond. The text says, Immediately, the fire of the Lord flashed down from heaven and burned up the sacrifice. And when all the people saw it, they fell face down on the ground and cried out, The Lord, He is God. Yes, the Lord is God. Each day, we make decisions about whom we will serve. If we call ourselves Christians, followers of Jesus Christ, we cannot have one foot in and one foot out. There is no half-hearted way in serving God. Either you are all in, or as Joshua said, wholeheartedly, or decidedly out. You must choose. May God bless you.